Wonderful. Give it a minute for people to come in. Here they come. Yay. <laughs> Someone already has a question. It's more of a comment. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They said, I don't think I've ever seen Mendel sitting gin it's sitting down in a chair. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Khashiva Shluchim. Um, welcome, Mark. Welcome, welcome, Mendel. Um, as the format is, we're gonna do a quick, a quick thought. And then I'll give it over for Mendel to, to inspire us and to move us. So, so this week's Parsha, Parsha's Nayach, we find something very interesting. That is that Hashem needed to tell Nayach to leave the Teva. Um, the Medrash says that Nayach didn't want to leave. Why did Nayach want to leave? If you would think, Nayach, during that year, he worked so hard feeding every single animal at the times where he needed to be fed. And it was just ongoing and the family drama oh my goodness can you imagine being cooped up like that for for a year it was it's nuts so you would think they he'd be running get me out of here you would think but no he didn't want to leave the table him and the animals didn't want to leave either and we know the very famous reason why it's because in the in the table itself was a holy place it was a place where you felt the hand of a kaddish baruch and you felt the was was taking care of you. Uh, the animals got along. There was a certain spirituality about it, and no one wanted to leave. Even he says, even the animals were more elevated and higher than they usually were. So, Tishrei is like a teva, and throughout Tishrei, we have a full month of we are just serving other people. They're coming in, they're coming back. They're coming in and out. Every day is either an Erev Shabbos or a Shabbos for a, for a month. And, it, it, and you, sometimes you just get out, leave me alone. What's everyone doing here? You, you guys are still here? Every single day is Erev Shabbos, Shabbos. And you would think that at the end, you just want to just, just get out and just, you know, Shalich told me, they would kill for a normal Wednesday. Why can't we have a Wednesday during Tishrei? What do you have to have? Keep Erev Shabbos, Shabbos, Erev Shabbos, Shabbos. Erev. So... So um, the truth of the matter is, Tishrei is a special time. It's a holy time. It's a time when we're ensconced in the presence of the Almighty. And at the end, even though during it might feel difficult, during in the middle of Tishrei, it might feel difficult. At the end, we don't want to leave. We want to be still in the Arab Shabbos. We don't want to go, leave me. I don't want to go to the office. I want to make phone calls. But I'm just going to be with the presence of the Almighty and do my thing. Along comes the Kosh Baruch Hu and says, say, Minateva, go out from the table. It's time to go. And it's time to unstick yourself and get going. So what Hashem says. So when, when Mendel told me many, many months ago that he has a session he wants to do, unstick yourself, I said, I know the week where you're going to be giving it. So um, that, that's why we scheduled him for this week. 
in order to for us to, to go out into the world and find that corner of the world where there is no kedusha, there's no there's nothing there, and for the first time in the history of that corner, you can bring kedusha and holiness and godliness there, and that's our job, and 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 and, and that's what we'll do. We'll make sure that every corner in, in the world, in our own personal world, that we have our shlichasin gets touched and, we, and we gets gets uh, baruch Hu and chasidus in it. I want to share with you one. Off the cuff stories, not related to the Torah thought. Just another off the cuff story, and then I'll hand it over to Mendel. Mendel probably doesn't remember this, but about 15 years ago, I called him up. And you remember this, Mendel? You remember me calling you? You get calls from like like hundreds of shluchim. You probably don't remember this. I remember that you called, but I don't remember. Let me hear what you're talking about. <laughs> I will, I will about 15 years ago, I called Mendel. I was stuck fundraising. I didn't know anything about fundraising. I was, I was debt was starting to accumulate. I didn't, I didn't know what was going on. And I hear all these wonderful stories of Mendel visiting the Makam HaShlichas and helping the Shlich. And he went to the Balabas. And he had all these stories in the various places. So I called him up. I said, Mendel, I, I, I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. So he said, I'm going to come. I'm going to come, but before I come, I want you to make a list of everyone you know, and I want you to put a high and a low. You put a high number and a low number, each person. And once you have that list, call me back. So I never called him back because I never made that list um, because I was so stuck. I couldn't even make the list. I was so, you understand that? I was so stuck. I couldn't even make a list, but I do want to take a moment to thank him for the strategy because what it did is it's something which I've been using since. What is the most in your wildest dreams you can ask a person for? And that becomes the high number. And in that you create an anchor in yourself that you thought you can ask for a hundred dollars or 500. One second, your wildest dreams, you can ask for 5,000. All right. So how close can we get to that? So that was an unbelievable thing to do. Asking for a low number, thinking about a low number, sets your expectations in line and helps manage your disappointment. So knowing those two numbers helped me tremendously. It was a very big part of, of my journey in fundraising and how I learn and how I do what I do. So I wanted to publicly thank you, Mendel, for this little story. And in that story, introduce you as the coach of the Shluchim for the Shluchim. And without any further ado, Mendel, take it away. You reminded me when you called me and I, you said, Eloza Green, I said, one thing's for sure, you have the best last name for fundraising. <laughs> and that's Green. We're after the Green. I remember that. Anyway, okay, so Mark is my moderator, right? The, the groups, I am. The group. Yeah. Okay, good. Hi, Mark. So my first shout out is to Mark. I think it was more like 23 years ago when I was sitting Sukkot, and I made a decision that I'm going to help some shluchim because been there, done that. I, I went out and I made a web, I made an email address right away. And then I went onto the internet and I Googled fundraising. I Googled fear. I Googled certain things. And Mark Pittman's Bowtie book came out. I was looking for it this morning, but I, I couldn't find it. The simple one without any fanciness. What was it yeah. called? The Art Ask Without the Fear. fear. Uh, yes, Ask Without Fear. So here we are so many wow. years later, and we've met in person and we've worked in person on different things. So it's really my honor. Um, and Mark, to, to have you. And one thing's for sure, when you decide to become a shliach and when you decide to convert, 
You know, you have a lot of rabbis to pick who's going to do the conversion. Okay. It's going to be like a popularity contest. Oh my goodness. Believe, hey, what, believe one, me. I know what one thing that we may hear uh, throughout this. And I remember from, um, from you, uh, it was Pajom. Like I remember you at the first boot camp. What does that mean? Padyam is my line. Um, Padyam means this hat is Padyam. When we wear a Padyam hat, it means pick yourself up and go. We wear many, many hats, Shluchim, and you'll hear it yeah, throughout yeah. The, the, the thing. There's the, the hat of the prospects. There's the hat of the cultivation, the hat of the solicitation. <laughs> but the most important thing is Padyam. Pick yourself up and go. If it's raining outside, put on a raincoat. If you were Chabad started in the city of Lubavitch where they didn't have roads and you sunk into the ground, get some ski sticks to get out, whatever it takes. Don't be immobilized. I still so get energy fits. from that boot camp session where it was So thank you for that. And I'm looking for it. I have my pencil ready and I'm taking notes. Okay. All right. So, Hevra, I, I, uh, how are you? Everybody's good. And uh, good morning for me, because in California, it's a little bit after 11. Good afternoon for certain people on the East Coast and probably good evening for the overseas Hevra. So, first of all, I want to thank Elazar and Mark. I am humbled to be on this uh, webinar. Uh, I'm humbled to be with all you beautiful Shluchim, as you know. And it gives me an honor and pleasure to spend the next hour with you. But I simply wanted to say thank you. As we all know, thank yous you cannot delegate. And probably one of the most important things in fundraising is to be grateful, to give gratitude, to be thankful. So I practice what I preach. And I want to say thank you to Mark, to Elazar, and more important, to all the shluchim that actually signed on. And you'll soon see why. I give you a lot of credit to make this as a priority. So thank you. So most of the shluchim out there went to camp. I'm an alumni of Parksville. Some people are alumni of Montreal, different people. You know, it's like UCLA and USC. But I'm a Parksville boy. And in Parksville, they used to announce learning never ends. Learning never ends. All campers and counselors have to go back to their bunks for cleanup. Basically, it was an hour of learning, but instead of saying learning session is over, it's not appropriate. So they had those lines. And, and, and believe me, and I'm sure most of the guys that are on this chat will, will resonate with what I'm saying, that the camp is in our spirit. The, the, the ideas and the leadership and things that we've learned, um, we've learned during uh, Grand Sings and during uh, uh, Color War and Bog War and, and had councils and things like that. So I want to just put it out there that learning never ends. And I'm literally in awe of all the guys out there taking courses, taking classes, learning um you know, and, 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 and advancing their career. A disclaimer that I want to do, that I want to say right up front, is that I am not talking to you. First of all, I wouldn't dare to talk to Mark Pittman. Mark Pittman is a, a legend in the world of fundraising, okay? I wouldn't dare to talk to Shluchim who spend at Shluchim. 
who, who are in the front line, they're what it's all about. They have changed and they're continuing to change the landscape of world jury. Who am I, little Mendel, that used to be a shliach, wants to be a shliach, and has a passion for shlichus uh, to preach at these guys. So I want to just make a disclaimer. I'm really talking to myself. I sat down this morning. I did not look through old notes. I sat down for a few hours, and I specifically wrote out this web by myself, different things, different points, and I'm just going to talk. I'm going to present, and hopefully you guys can pick some things up. But I want to make sure that we tell you that I'm not talking at you. So here we are today, exactly a week ago, uh, the month of Tishrei, and Allah just touched a little bit on it, passed us. Okay, it left us. We've been together the whole month. And here we are, came Thursday morning. And uh, as Lubavitchers, as Chabadniks, this is the Tkufa, you know, Miftzoyim. There is a Miftza. How do you say Miftza in English? I don't know. Uh, Mark, you know what a Miftza is? It's a Miftza. Okay, so someone will type it. It's so not a Mitzvah. A not like... Myth, it's no, no, myth? not a myth. Okay. It's a myth. The ten, the Mifza campaign. The Rebbe has a ten point. Mifza oh yeah, yeah, campaign. yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, put on filling. Okay, I'm there. So I know during, that stuff. Right. So during <laughs> the year, there are certain tkufas. There are certain campaigns, and tkufa huh. I, I, is a season. I think. I think tkufa means it's a season. So what's the season that we are in today, as Hasidim and as Shluchim of the Rebbe? It's the three words. Basically what it means, and Yaakov went on his way, and the Rebbe would always take after some chastara, and the message, and the mifza, and the mandate was, hit the road, Jack. We've been together, now get into the world, and do what you have to do. Literally, get on the road. My God, guys, are you kidding me? Thursday morning, even today, it's a week later. Are you kidding me? You want me to get on the road today, my friends? What are you talking about? The Machzorim from Rosh Hashanah is still in a box somewhere under the table with the tablecloth covering it. The Yom Kippur appeal cards are all over the place. I still have to bill and, and cultivate and solicit. The sukkah is up with the schach on top of it. Simcha's Torah voice is gone, and I want to apologize. It's still here. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I am suffering from my Simcha, Simcha's Torah voice. It was much worse <laughs> yesterday. Thank God it came a little better because I have this chus to talk to, to you. And most important, guys, on your desk, there's an inbox or there's a pile or there is whatever method if you use technology where you just kept on putting things in there. You said, no, you know, I'm not going to deal with it. It's, I will deal with it after Simcha's Torah. Right now, I'm going to move from Rosh Hashanah to Shabbos, to Yom Kippur, to Sukkot, a Shabbos in the middle. I flew back and forth between each one of Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, each Shabbos to be back in L.A., and the first days, and the middle day, and the last days, okay? Physically. But I'm not only talking about physically. I'm also talking mentally. And the Rebbe says to us, are you kidding? I mean, all I want to do is, 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 is take a nap. All I want to do is go onto the internet and catch up what's going on in the world. 
all I want to do is, is, is just disappear. Simply. I mean, I'm up. I'm, I'm, I'm motivated. I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm successful. But you want me to padyom? You want me to move forward? And I'm not only talking about fundraising. I want to pull the explosive. I want to pull the plug and boom. I want it all to explode. Are you kidding? I don't have an ounce of strength. But it's not over yet. Many of us still have to send our kids, not me, Baruch Hashem, my kids are all married. We still have to send our kids off to school. We still have to make nice, nice and, and get our wife back into the zone because she's overwhelmed and she's burnt out. We have to take all the sales calls from JLI and Sweet 302 and the Shluchim office. We need to get ready for Hanukkah, which is around the corner. We need to collect our pledges. We need to pay for all these expenses. On top of all of that, you, you, the Rebbe wants us to, to move ahead. I mean, come on, you know, I'm not, I'm not complaining to the Rebbe, God forbid. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, to talk to myself. How do you pick yourself up? Okay. And never mind. We're not even talking about the weight. Oh my God. We gained so much weight from the kreplach and the food and the whiskeys. You know, you let go during Tishrei. We all know that. And, 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 and I don't want to talk to anybody for God's sakes. So the question is, my friends, dear Shluchim, where do you get on? How do you get unstuck? And Elozo said, absolutely. After, after Tishrei and after Pesach is when you mostly get stuck. Where do we go from here? How do we follow the mandate of our commander-in-chief? How do we continue the legacy of the Rebbe? The Rebbe is looking at us 24 hours a day, wherever we are. And, 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 and I see it in person. My brother Shalom, my brother Shalom is in charge of Kolo Chabad. What makes that man tick? He goes and he comes and he collects. He doesn't need to cover his budget for the next few months, okay? But yet he will go if someone calls his office and says, I want to give you 250 bucks. He's going to get into the car and get it. He's going to go and arrange for a new soup kitchen in a new town in Israel. Why? Because the Rebbe is his boss. He gets, he had, he had personal yichidus. He also got mandates from the rabbi, questions. He would never make a move without him. And that's how he looks at today. What at the end of the day, what is the rabbi going to see on my job description of today? So the question is, how do we fulfill this mandate? So on Rosh Hashanah, I had the tremendous chos to, to be part of a 600 people um, Rosh Hashanah program done by a great legendary, I call him the fearless leader, Rabbi Pini Andruzier. And um, I was the guest speaker, and Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson was my sidekick. No, no, I'm just kidding. Rabbi Y.Y. Jacobson was the main person, and I was the second. And it was a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. Kiddush Lubavitch, people from, from, from Russia, people from Arizona, people from, I'm sure you heard the guys we solicited from. So some of you probably even know the people that were there. No, just kidding. But we, we, we really had the world there without questions. I gave sessions, he gave sessions. And the second night Rosh Hashanah, we had what was called Stump the Rabbi. Anything you want to ask. I was Mark. 
I was the moderator, and Rabbi YY was next to me. And there you have probably 400 people, 400 stayed out of 600. We stayed up till 3 a.m. Too bad we can't, uh, we don't have the recording. Probably people wouldn't stay because if there was a recording, they wouldn't ask the questions they asked. Everything went from drugs to sex to Judaism to, 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 uh, to, to dating, to marriage, to committing adultery, to repentance, to, to everything. Everything went, and Rabbi YY, you know, he's great. He, does, he, he, he knows what to do. And whatever he didn't know, he made up. No, I'm saying he knows what he's doing. He's, he's out there. And believe me, he was, he was stumped a few times. But it's a great session. But one session was a person stands up and says, I want to ask this question to the moderator. What makes Chabad tick? I travel all over the world. What makes these guys, the men in black, these Hasidim, these, these, these driven people, where do they get their energy? They were the first responders to COVID. They're the first responders of there's a tragedy or a, a hurricane. They are the first responders to their entire community. Where do they get their strength? So I try to push it off to Rabbi YY, but I didn't because I know this answer. I, I, speak, I, I speak about it a lot about parliament, on parlor meetings. I go ahead and, 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 and address this head on. What makes these men tick? Wherever I go, I do this. And the answer is because we answer to a higher authority. Not that I want to take away the non-kosher Hebrew national line, but we do not, we answer to a higher authority. And what I mean by that is the Rebbe instilled in each and every one of us such high expectations that it's in our DNA. It's, it, it's, it's in us. We can't, you know, sometimes we put it on the side, but the Rebbe put into us this tremendous level of expectations. And that's why we never rest. We never stop. We're able to jump in from the month of Tishrei into the next thing. Sometimes it's harder. Hopefully, I'll give you some tools. Some, some of you have other tools. But that is our mandate, and that is our key, guys. We know that our keys are because we're on a higher we're on a higher stage. We, there is more expected of us. Our engines are bigger than most nonprofit organizations. And I'd love one day to have a stump session with you, Mark, you know, because you, I think you represented Save the Whales and Red Cross and, and, and get rid of your Schrigger campaign and, and all this. I would love, I would love to have a dialogue with you. But I can stand up publicly, whether it's Gentiles, Jews, Indians, uh, foreigners, I will stand up and say there is not one nonprofit organization like Chabad, like the Rebbe established. And that mm -hmm. is why? Because we're in the forefront. We are on the front line. We don't work for a cause. We are the cause. We are the ones to make it happen with our own hands, our wives, our team, myself. I mean, the shluchim, we do it all to ourselves. Therefore, 
We have bigger engines in our planes. We have th- a, a bigger thrust and lift power to take mm-hmm. off. We have bigger. What is it in the car? You know, I went to a, a I went to a different school, Olatora RMP. What is the you know the the, the when RPM, you press the RPM RPM rotation Yeah. Yes, I have a mistake. We operate differently. We we zoom. We press it a little bit, and it just goes totally out of this world. Out of this world. So now let's get to some of the reality. Okay, some of the reality is that we're living in a world of chaos. We're living in a world of craziness. So how do we get unstuck? It's very very hard how to get unstuck. Unstuck. How do we move ahead? especially after such a busy month, okay? Um, You can Google this after the class. When Steve Jobs saw his Apple company going down the tubes and it wasn't really taken off, he decided he wants to make a a hand-held, not an iPhone, iPad, okay? And he called his team together and he told everybody, I want you to come back to me in 30 days. I want every American to hold some kind of an instrument that will be the future for life. So 30 days, his team went. They were competing because they all want the raises and things like that. Finally, the day came and his team walks into Steve Jobs' office and there's a big, gigantic fish tank from one side to the other side. And he's sitting there. He's waiting. The team got together and they decided they're going to present the best one to Steve. And they gave him this particular first iPad, okay? And he takes it, he turns it over, he looks at it, he he shakes it, he pushes the buttons. He walks over to his fish tank, opens the top, and believe me, those fish tanks were expensive, okay? He, he imported them from, from Fiji, probably. You know, they were salt water, and he drops in the iPad. And as he drops the iPad into this particular, into the fish tank, suddenly, within 30 seconds, bubbles started to come out of it. Bubbles and bubbles and bubbles. Probably his expensive fish died even, and he goes ahead, he takes it out. He gives it back to the team and he says, guys, go back to the drawing board. OK, there's too much space in this iPad. There's too much areas that are for ear. And that's why the bubbles are coming out. OK, I need something secure. I need something tight. I want something that w- that people will not get distracted. Of course, Two decades later, it's this little machine that's distracting the whole world, but we'll get to that later. But he says, go back to the drawing board. There's too many bubbles. So I want to just say, it is so hard to get unstuck today. We have the phone and we have the iPad and we have the computer and we have the Internet and we have our wife and we have our children and we have the Chabadas and we have a minion and and you can go absolutely crazy. There was a time you had to make an appointment to see somebody. Today, someone sends you an email and boom, you're, you need to answer them. I mean, it's right to answer them. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 there's no gatekeepers. Uh, anyone can contact you. Anyone can reach you on your cell. Anyone can drive where you want to go. And incidentally, by the way, your inbox 
Most of your inbox has things that people want from you that's going to make you work and do things. It's not vice versa. For every 30 emails, maybe there's one and says, Rabbi, I wired you $18,000, okay? I don't, most of it is things that you got to output, not input. So I just wanted to establish that that's the world we're living in without a question. So I want to give you a couple of practical things I practice what I preach, so you should just know where, where is that paper. Um, let, me, let me find it in a few minutes. Um, when you wake up in the morning, my friends, okay? You have chassidus, you have davening, you have a cup of coffee. If you're doing carpool with your kids, you, you wake up a few hours earlier. And I want to sidetrack here. You got to raise the money for a driver. There's no reason for you to do carpool. Now, I know the flip side. It's the only quality time that I spend with my kids. And yes, I agree with you. So you can do one day a week for a Friday. You can do Monday. But every day, five hours, in my opinion, and I'd love to, 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 for you to send me a rebuttal. During that time, you could actually raise the money and increase your revenue. Yeah, I do it on the phone. First of all, you're not supposed to text and talk. You're not, I'm talking text. You know, you're all over the place, especially if you live, you live in Vegas and you see all the flashing lights, or if you live in Winnipeg and you see the moose and, and, and you know, or a Panama and you see monkeys, you can't concentrate. And in fundraising, that's what happens. You get distracted. So that's a side topic that one day I want to speak about. But as far as if you're doing carpool, you have to wake up even earlier. So let me um, present the following two things that will help you get unstuck. They're legendary words. I, I didn't make them up, but I, I use them. One is dashboard. You can write this down, a dashboard. Every shliach, every person, me, you know, I, I, I do four things. I, I, I have a kid's minion. I coach Luchim. I have a cosmetic company, actually, where I'm sitting in right now. And, and I have a dashboard for each one of these places. A dashboard is when you go onto a portal today, to Staples, to the bank, to, your, to American Airlines, to everywhere. It has everything in front of you, okay? You have to have a dashboard, my dear friends. And what I mean by that is when you wake up in the morning, that dashboard. Okay, so if you're technical and you're using all these apps and you're a computer whiz and you can manage your time and you can buy an app that will manage another app and another app to match another 10 apps. Okay, it works for you. It doesn't work for me. I have a simple. I have a simple. It's on a card. Okay. And on here it says. Call Yaakov Yehuda, my kids minion, Nonia Beverly Hills, my cosmetic, Padyum right here, and family and personal goals. Now, there's not a lot of stuff on there, okay? I happen to handwrite it, and then I move it onto my computer. But when I wake up in the morning after I do my, my, my ruchnius, okay, during COVID, there was no such thing as ruchnius COVID. We just did whatever, whatever we did. I take out my I take out my my dashboard my dashboard and I write it down. And in fact, 
On Thursday, when I was flying from Los Angeles to my grandson's bar mitzvah, I made the dashboard on the plane. Incidentally, everybody makes fun of me about the planes, that I live on a plane and I have stocks in American Airlines. To me, the most peaceful time in the world is when you're on a plane. I'm, I'm just making that disclaimer. I'm on a plane. Nobody, my wife can't bother me. My married kids can't bother me. Nobody can bother me. Okay, you can connect to the internet if you want to. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I watch a movie unless the Roche is behind me and I can't. But basically, a plane is the safest, most quietest time. For me, it's magical. In fact, if I don't hear a plane engine you know, in over a week, I get depressed. You know, I, I take a drive. During COVID, I took a drive just to see a plane. There were no planes taking off. But that is the time when you make your dashboard. So I'm asking each and every one of you, sit down and make a dashboard. It can be a three by five or an eight by 10 piece of paper. And if you're a tech, do it online. Print it out before you go to sleep. Okay, please. So one thing I want to talk to you about is the dashboard. The second thing I want to talk to you about, and I have it at home. I'm in the office. I went to a toy store and I bought uh, a hula hoop. Mark, you know what a hula hoop is? Well, I know what I grew up with the hula hoop. I don't know. Is that Yiddish too? Yeah. No, no, no. not everything's Yiddish, okay? I, just I know Hollywood. No, no, I'm joking with you. Hollywood thinks everything's Yiddish, you know, like Bush and Tuchus and things like that. But but really what it is, is it's the old-fashioned hula hoop. I can't do it. Maybe some guys can do it. And I keep it in my house, in my study. And that's the second thing I would ask the Shluchim today, as the Yaakov Holofodarka, as they embark on a new season, a season of more confusion when it comes to COVID. But basically, we're all doing okay. There's more money out there right now. People have come around. You know, if you look at the silver lining, it's a good, it's a good time to write your dashboard. Not only that, but everything goes today. So even if your dashboard looks miserable, that I'm in debt and my credit is messed up and I have no money, and, and my rent is behind and my mortgage is behind. The whole world is like that. I mean, you know, you're, it's, 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 today is the easiest time in the, in the history, at least in my lifestyle. And I talked to my mom and dad, who, my, not to my dad when he passed away, but my mom. You know, we're getting a little feeling what they went through the war and what they went through as they were running away with this uncertainty and this chaos. OK, the whole world is like that. So it's easy to do the dashboard and it's also you buy yourself a hula hoop. And the reason why I'm saying that it's too bad I don't have it. I left it at home. You take the hula hoop and you imagine in your mind that it's around you. OK, and there's about one or two feet. Don't buy too big of a hula hoop. Buy a smaller one. Put it around you and know and say to yourself, and don't tell me we're Lubavitchers and we're Chabatniks and we need to be we need to be uh, committed this is not a question of committing. You'll be more committed if you follow this. Nobody gets between the outer hula hoop and mm. your body and you. Nobody. Not your wife. I'm sorry. 
I think who, who preaches is Shalom Bias. There's a lot of guys today that are very sensitive about that. I don't care. I'll debate you all night. Mark can be the, 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 the you know. The, the no, I'm on team Shalom Bias. No, so okay. Got I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be impartial. Has, <laughs> this has nothing to do with Shalom Bias. That's my opinion. We can do the debate right now, Mark, if you like. But what I'm saying is, let me make myself clear. Nothing gets between you and the hula hoop till you're whole, till you are secure, till you know what you're doing, till you know that nobody's going to trigger you. Nobody is going to tick you off. Nobody's going to get you upset. Your engines are running. It's just an imaginary tool that I, I, I heard from somebody and I've been using it the last year and a half. And I'm not going to get into Shalom Bayez, money, anything. It's across the board. And I believe, my dear Shluchim, that if I can ask you to take action items for today, make a dashboard for yourself and start thinking about a hula hoop, you will be able to get unstuck. Un, you'll be able to unstick yourself. You'll be able to move. It'll take time, slowly but surely, but it's like the snowball effect. You know that. You know, if you get a yes, there'll be another yes, there'll be another yes. But the bottom line is, try these two takeaway things that I'm telling you to do. And then once that's done, you pick yourself up, you either go to shul, you either eat, you shower, we'll get to that. I forgot to say the most important thing. I'm so blown away by Mark's bow tie that I forgot my most important thing. I like it. I like it. <laughs> This, do not touch this. Do not touch this. I forgot my most important thing. Leave it in the charger. Leave it in the drawer. Your dashboard was printed last night if you have to use this. It's, if everything is on here, don't use this as an excuse. Print your dashboard the night before and walk into your space, whether it's a little study or a little living room before the house gets full of action and all the screaming and all the yelling and all the carpools and all the lunches and look at your simple dashboard. Cross off a little dashboard, list one, two, three. What are the three most important things that you're going to do today? And I don't want to get carried away with time management because I know that's been touched. But I'm suggesting to you, my dear friends, do not touch this till you have the dashboard. Because I don't know about you, I know about me. When I touch my phone, my dear friends, I know I'm no more in control. It's a fact. I don't know if there's studies or not studies, unless you are so disciplined. And there are some people that are, but then they're not doing other things good. Then, uh, then they're not people, people. Then they're in, in, in the words, out of words, whatever. You know, they're not, you know, if they're able to look and say, I'm not going to touch that. Not going to push the button. I don't believe it exists. Okay. Oh, let me just take a little peek. Oh, I'm going to go and see Elf for a second. And say, oh, they had a camp play. I'm remembering about camp. Oh, we see the, the candle. Who passed away now? And you start thinking and you start and, 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 and this guy's building a building. Why am I not? It's not about the phone, guys. It's about losing control. Okay. I'm looking here. I have my 10 chats. Some of you are from the Shluchim here. I, I used to be tempted to touch it. Now I don't touch it. I don't. I have certain times to do it. 
So before you, you want to know how to unstuck yourself, guys, try it for one week. Do it for one week. Make your dashboard, touch your phone after. After you davened, take a shower, you eat. Very important, guys. I know, I know this isn't really the platform. Get dressed like a mensch. Feel good. Because if you feel good, it's going to help you get unstuck. But if you look and you see your shoelaces are not tied and the end is cut off and it has 10, 10, 10 little uh, threads or you have a big fat stain on your pants, I'm not making fun. I've just been out there. I've been out to the world and I know what it takes. And, and Mark is shaking his head and the business people know it. You are an image of yourself when you feel good. You need all the power that you need. And once you do that, my friends, you have your dashboard, then you can put on your hula hoop and say, okay, let me check in with my wife. Let me check in with my office. Let me check in with my phone if I want to. Let me check in with my kids. Now you're ready to conquer and embrace your day. If you touch Mendo, your phone- before we do this, yes. though, yes. we've got like, this is, you know, this group there, they want the details. They want everything. And there's this wonderful thing happening that I've never seen in a Grow Gelt's online seminar. All the questions, except all the, uh, the uh, there was a group of three questions on two different pl places on Zoom. They're all the same question, different people. What's on the dashboard? Could you please uh, explain the dashboard? Yes. Could you elaborate it more? So what, yeah, yes. people are into yeah. this. They want to do this, but they're, they want to know how. I'm, I'm, What's the I, Seder? I, I don't. I don't practice what I preach because I. I, I have it on the. I'm. T wait, no, I do practice, but I promise you, I wouldn't lie after Yom Kippur. I'm telling the truth, Good. Mark. I promise you, I'm not. <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to do. You know, I don't want to repent later. This is the God truth. Okay, I'm gonna go to my photos for a minute because when I write out my dashboard. Okay, when I write out my dashboard, if I'm going on a plane, I've, I've trained myself. But the dashboard, give me one second. Oh, my God. That's why I don't want to go. I just went through the whole world. I went through all my married children. I went through who's expecting babies. I'm, I'm waiting what the shopping list is. This is a dashboard, give or take. Okay, this one is all done. Okay, it's a piece of paper. Because I was traveling back and forth, I kept it in a book. You can't done. So I crossed it out and then I go to it's a, basically a fancy word for a to do list. But one minute. OK. Here's a, 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 a here's a dashboard. Simchas Torah night. Hold on. This is 200. Just one minute. Um too bad I just don't have the card. I'll send it to you and you can send it to the boys. It's, a, it's more of a little bit formal. But what this is, this is 9.23. 9.23, I want to look at my calendar, was uh, Simchas Torah was Monday night. Monday morning, I flew back from New York because I wanted to be here and I made myself a dashboard. By the way, on top of the dashboard, you can see I wrote... Can you read it? How in the world can I get all this done today? <laughs> okay. This is the only paper that I looked at during the day. I don't care who's coming at me. Wow. This is my dashboard. What do I have in there? 
some hastora is coming. So I got to make sure that the kids know where the hakafas is. I got to, you know, whatever it may be, what I need to close up at the office. I, it's a glance. It's a, it's a dashboard. And I will, I will, I'm sorry, I, I apologize, but I will send you a sample of a dashboard, but it's a fancy to-do list categorized in each one of your department. Shluchim, rabbi list, what do I need to do spiritually? What do I need to do in my family? My kids need money before they leave. They need something else. Um, they, 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 what do I need for fundraising? Which really is the first thing. But I, I want to get to that in a few minutes where, where the, the clock is clicking. So the answer is dashboard is if you go on right now and you Google the world dashboard, you'll see on Staples, on, 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 on Shopify. My, my, my e-commerce for my cosmetics is on Shopify. I can see what's ordered, what's this, what's that. So I've done a, a, a personalized dashboard. Anyway, so yes. Is it, so is it the to-do, uh, people are asking, is it a to-do list? Is it, it's, um, it's, a, it's a fancy, yes. It's a it's fancy. It's kind of before the distractions hit you. It's what you know is most important. Yes. Probably, right? It's, yes. It's, it's, it's a card with what's important. And, and, and before your day ends, okay, hopefully a lot of them will cross over. Okay. And so the other question is because, and I don't want to okay. tell no, me no, if you no, don't have time no. for this. To, but, um, weekly, daily. I know hourly. all that, but my dear. No, no. Friend, the question is, yeah. yeah, is it daily? Do you do it every day, or do you do it weekly, or what? I do it every day. Uh, I do no. I do it. Uh, I do it on on first. I do a dump. This there's a hundred ways of doing this. I don't want to. I don't want the guys to think that I am doing it like all the other things out there. You can go on to Daytimer. You can go on to Franklin. You can go on, I think, Mendy Tilden or Leo. There's a lot of different things. So let me make myself very, very clear. This is not a fancy system, please. Because I believe, I know, I would say 10% of shluchim in the world are immobilized because of systems. I promise you. I promise you. I come to their office and they knock me. And even a family member of mine is like that. He has a tech and a reminder for the barbecue, for the money, for the this, for the that. I can go nuts. I am talking a plain piece of paper. The only reason why I said computer, my friends, is because you can also do it in the computer. You know, it's a simple, but yes, it's a fancy to-do list. And the purpose of it is that is what you're going to cash your chips in. By the end of the day, when you say to yourself, what did I accomplish today? Look what I took care of. Automatically, it'll make you feel good. You know, the, the regular rules of getting unstuck. You don't need Mendel Duchman to tell you how to get unstuck. There, there are thousands of approaches to get unstuck. But I'm well, trying to... Part of the, the genius of that is it gets it out of your head. Um, what I see a lot of Shulchan is they know all the things they have to do and it keeps getting it's like a game of uh you know balls hitting each other or something i don't even know what the game would be but it's all bouncing around in there and so just getting it out on paper would just be centering and and yeah that's and great. i will and i will tell you that on my calendar i wish i can screen I, i'm not as prepared as you know i'm just saying there's so much going on i i don't know where you know i'm, I'm in it wasn't that on your dashboard today. It, it's not wasn't on my dashboard no it was on my <laughs> dashboard I this up, was but not the yeah. screen share Right. The screen yes. share was not, I can screen with you in my calendar. Okay. I have on top, it says roving done and it's in a bright pink color. Okay. And 
that doesn't get moved unless I took care of the day or I move it to the next day. I used to be a time management freak. I, I mean, in Irvine, everybody knows I gave my first lecture. I needed $1,000 a week then. So it was two fifty a day because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I needed two hundred and fifty dollars a day uh, uh, from four people, and I used to run from office to office to office, and and that I, I was into so and I would never walk into the office. I got it sometimes. I by ten o'clock. I would get my $1,000, then I would meet with my preschool director, then I would meet with the JLI person, then, you know, but that is that was my dashboard then. I got to mm. bring in the $1,000. So maybe I can come up with a, you know, padyom sheet, call it whatever you want. Um, but that's what it is. That is the sheet that will get you unstuck. And one by one, and I'll tell you a little secret. I'm guilty. On Monday, when I came back, from New York, from a month of commuting, family stuff. My mother is not well. My sugar is not well. They should all be healthy and gesund. A lot of things going on. I came down. I made a dashboard. And there was even a column for 911. Hmm. I had a 911 column. And I did that first. Taxes are due. I mean, for, for profit people by October 15, there's a social security question. I'm soon going to be eligible for Medicare. You know, this feels good. I like to get validated. Should I, you know, this is a good therapy. To, so I'm saying is there were 911 issues. So that's the dashboard. Let's, let's, any other questions before I move well, on? Well, keep Mark? going because we can come back to that. If okay. Like. So um, guess what? We didn't even touch the word. We didn't even use the F word yet. I know. People are we asking about that. We didn't even touch the F word. <laughs> fundraising, for God's sakes. Where does fundraising come in? But that's not the title. The title isn't about the ask. The title is how to get stuck and how to move ahead. I wanted to get that point in first because it's very, very passionate. But now I'm going to get to the fundraising word to, to raise funds and how do we do that but with in order to so first of all let me establish a few things fundraising is the least loved if i say this nicely job description of any of us some people like it they love the challenges and they love the thrill and they love the hunt and the whole nine yards but basically I, most of the people I know will change a light bulb, will design a preschool flyer, will call JLI and tell me what your session is about, will call the Shluchem office and say, what kind of a backpack are you building for, for Hanukkah? We'll call Suido 2 and say, Citine, is it going to be in, is it really going to be in, in Times Square? I mean, you can find a thousand things, you know, to, to get busy with. Okay, so let's establish the biggest challenges to fundraising. One is fear. The second part is how to overcome fear, which I am going to address clearly. Fear. Fear comes from rejection. Okay. Um, Steve, I need you to get together and help me partner with me. I need $1,800. The shliach is thinking, Oh, my God, what if he says to me, but, Ra oh, Rabbi, that's why you invited me to your sukkah. You wanted, oh, what do you think? We're uh, there, by there. All these bugs and what I call Yetzirah, the evil inclination and the excuses, 
that is what is the worst part of fundraising. It's fearful of being rejected. Nobody likes to ask for money. It's look, you know, it's a crazy word. And therefore, it's a challenge without COVID. It's a challenge without the month of Tishrei. Even if everything was wonderful, we wouldn't want to deal with it. That's why most of the topics and titles by workshops pre-COVID was how to do the ask and how to raise money and how to do the next step, okay? So how do you overcome your fear? So let me share with you a couple of quick things that I think is important. Number one, when you make a target of who you're going to go to talk, you're going to say, what does he scare me? Where do I feel? Where am I not comfortable with him? Okay. Uh, you know, he, he, he doesn't talk. You have to talk. He makes faces. He pu pushes paper while I talk to him. His wife is, is this big person. Who am I to ask for money? So you got to write down the target, the name of the, of the balabas, and you have to say, what are the negatives? What are the reasons why I will not connect with them or why I need to work harder? Number one. Number two, you got to role play. You got to walk. You know, you got to role play. You got to say, okay, I'm going to this person. This is what I'm going to ask for. This is the cause. And I'm not going to go into the whole issue. 80%, you got to let the balabas talk and you just come in for the closing. Um, you know, uh, keep it natural. You have to role play. You have to work yourself to 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 make the ask and to to get the answer. And you know what? No one is going to think you're crazy today because you walk down the street. Everyone is doing it to themselves. They're on their phone. They got their AirPods, their AirPods. So walk, just walk. You can take care of your health. You know, Yisrael Broad pushes health and walking. I don't know if he still does it, but but he was I was very impressive with his exercise regimen and. Just think it out. Don't just go and say, I'll, 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 I'll uh, play it by ear, okay? The next thing is you got to put a bounce in yourself. You got to stand up. You got to stretch. You got to feel good. And you got to say to yourself, I'm not a mishulach. I'm not an asker, okay? I'm not working as a director of a development and asking someone for money. Like I said earlier, I am the cause. I am the one who makes this happen. I'm the one who has put this community together. And without the money and without the partnership, it's never going to happen. And you got to say it to yourself. You got to say it to yourself. People are wired to give but they will give to people that they like. They will give to people that they like the organization. They will, you know, people do what they do. You just got to be the recipient, okay? That's the bottom line. You need to be the recipient. And, and I just had an experience in the last week of chesed. I'm not going to go into the details right now. Some of you know about a family member who had a bar mitzvah. I just experienced a chesed that someone did for a, 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 a shliach uh, as a celebration of his son. He's, he's suffering with, with, with a, a health condition. And the guy went totally crazy. And when I got the call that they want to do this, I said to myself, I'm not a pity. I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not 
So I'm a giver. I'm not a taker. You know, I'm the rabbi. I'm, I'm the big boy. Why am I, you know? And then I was explained. I called my coach and my coach told me, it's not about you. This is what they do. This is how they, they're doing it for themselves. They love to make a difference in the world because on their dashboard, it says, I have millions of dollars. I don't need to do carpool because I have a driver and I have a housekeeper and I have a this and I have that. What makes you tick? People need to, to feel good. Okay. So we are not Mishalachim. We're not the ones to with our hands out. We are game changers. We're changing the world. And I want to give you one little, one little story that took place <clears throat> a few years ago. You may have heard it if I coach you one-on-one, -on -one, but I think, it's worth the, I think it's worth the story. And then we'll open up for questions as I bring it to a take action, okay? Um, I just told everybody we're not taking questions right now. I put them in the chat. So that's good. Okay. I'm glad you took it. Yeah, no, good. That's good. Uh, so, yeah. so, so very... Oh, I see the chat. So we saw Brad has a professional course on this the Wednesday. Okay. Oh, there's a lot of yeah. yeah a lot everybody's of, a lot of love for you. Everybody. Okay. So let me let me just say this, my dear friends. I'm so passionate. I'm 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 going crazy because I feel it. I know it. And besides that, I'm <laughs> I'm I've already coached Trishlochem, and I already I have the chats going back and forth. And I actually asked my group about over for um. Give me a one line. I didn't look at it yet. Maybe I'll look at it. But anyway, Ashlia calls me, says, Mendel, you know, you're a people person. You, 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 you make people feel comfortable, the warmth, I want you to come to my city and get one of my biggest balabatim to come to shul on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Excuse me, on Yom Kippur. I want them to come to Shalom Kippur. I said, why are you calling me? Call Rabbi Manus Friedman. Call YY. Call somebody else. I'm, I, I like to... Davai. We need you to transfer money to our organization. It's so easy today. It's a click. You don't even need a pen anymore. PayPal, Dillo, Zillow, Mello, Pello, whatever that stuff is. It takes 30 seconds. That You don't even feel the pain. Like this, it used to be. You know, the guys used to say, oh, wait a minute. Let me see. Can I that. give, you know, today it's, it's boom, boom, boom. Okay. So call someone else. I like to, to schlep money from people. So he says, I'm asking you for a favor, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I went, took me eight hours to get there, was on an island, back and forth. We come into this guy who's obviously a multi, multi, multi with antique cars and with butlers and with mansions. And we come into this place and I am very fearful. And, and, and I'm telling you this story because I don't like to be rejected. I don't like to fail, even though wherever I went for the last 13 years, I never, ever came back where I was totally rejected. Maybe we broke even with, with expenses of the shluchim, but, but real, I mean, we were rejected, but not on fundraising, on, on issues that board of directors have with the rabbis and the rabbis were wronged and things like that. But I don't like to get rejected. And the whole time I'm thinking, as I get onto the first plane, then I had to get to him with a private jet saying, the guy is spending all the money putting me on a jet. And what happens if it's not successful? So my fear was really, really very deep. Anyway, make a long story short. We come, we go downstairs. 
You sure you don't want me to ask him for money, Rabbi? Absolutely not. He gives me his money. This is only to ask him to come to shul. We come into this room. The room is pitch dark. All I see in the corner is the emblem, the Apple emblem on a little laptop because the room is pitch dark. And then as my light is getting, my eyes get used to the light, I see an older man sitting there and it's quiet. And the shliach told me, don't say a word. You're not talking. You're not talking. You're not leading. You're just there. And hopefully something will happen. Can you imagine my heart was boom, boom, boom. And not only that, but he wears very thick sunglasses. And if he doesn't take off his sunglasses when he talks to you, he, he's not accepting you. You have no energy. It just doesn't work. He's an, an eccentric guy. I don't, you know, I can give a course just about eccentric people. The guy who pulled a Porsche to the 17th floor and, and a high rise and, it's a, and, and he sits in there as a desk or a fire truck in his office or, or a green plant or six dogs on your lap while you're doing the ask. I can go on and on with stories. There are Mishagayim in this world. Eccentric. Is eccentric Mishuga, Mark, you think? It could be. It could be. Okay, so, you know, all of a sudden the guy stands up. He's wearing shorts, an older guy. He comes into the middle. He switches on the lights, and there's a big, gigantic pool table right in the middle made out of 24-carat gold. 24. He says, Rabbi, you know the spiel. You know the spiel, Rabbi. The spiel is... We're going to play a game. If I win, I have to say yes to whatever you ask. If I lose, you get to, you. if I lose, I have to say yes. If I win, it's a no. Bottom line, um, we play, me and him lose, of course. And my fear is clapping like there's no tomorrow. What am I going to do? What, what am I doing? And he comes over, he has these, this very thick, he says, Rabbi, you know, you can ask, but I won, so it's like that. I'm sitting there, the three of us, we're having a little huddle, and my fear, and I'm saying to myself, Mendel, get a hold of yourself, don't lose yourself, don't, you know, you may ruin it for the rabbi, you may, you, you know, whatever. And you know what? I went back to what I call the most important tool to fear. Instead of pushing and working yourself up, go back, go back. Breathe in, and, and, and instead of pushing, let him pull, okay? And I put my hand to this guy, and I put the hand on the shliach, and I started to sing. Because I knew I couldn't ask. I knew i stand against anything. So I found a way to overcome my fear and to think, what could I do? What, am I going to go out as a loser? And as I started to sing, I started to see his feet going up, and then he takes his uh, sunglasses off and the rest is history. I said to him, the rabbi, I know you give him a lot of money, but I really, he really wants you to come Yom Kippur to the shul. Back and forth. By the end, he said, I'll make a deal. I'll come with the limousine, but I got to leave after Kol Nidre. The rabbi says, I don't know. Just come. Not only did he go, but he, he stayed for 24 hours. And today he comes to shul on Shabbat. What I'm trying to say is when I'm thinking of, of my two most fair stories, that was one mm. and the other one, to go into a giant person, and, and they said to me and to the rabbi, if he takes you into his office, then you have it made, okay? So I was trying to get to his office. I, we were sitting in the waiting room. And the middle says, come in, let me show you. I walk into this room. I go absolutely berserk. 
the stuff, a stuffed bear and a stuffed deer and a moose and a this and that hanging. I did this here, you know, and I got to do an ask. This was an ask for $100,000 to close a, a, a piece of property. Okay. Again, I stopped for a minute. I said, Mendel, it's time to overcome your fear. He's not going to hurt, you know, do the ask. Go ahead and do what has to be done. Okay. And I turned to the gentleman and I said to him, the Torah talks about animals, be kind to animals and everything else. And I see you have such a passion. Let me tell you, the rabbi has a passion for human beings and helping mm. them in helping with suicide and helping with the drug addiction. You know, you won't be able to hang the rabbi up, you know, if you <laughs> if you hunt him down and take care of him. You know, so there are different ways to overcome your fear. One is by getting a hold of yourself, role playing, uh, know your ask. Come in with two envelopes, come in with two asks, a higher and a lower. You know this, Mark, if you do solicitation. Within the first five minutes, you know if you're walking out with a check or not. That, that, that is for sure a practice that I've picked up. And you just got to know how to navigate it. You got to know what to do in bringing it to an ask. So take away, guys, the dashboard, the hula hoop, um, uh, um, I haven't covered the meat and potatoes totally, you know, for pure fundraising, but that's, I, I was told this is what we need to talk about. This is how we need to get motivated. And the most important thing in closing, guys, your people see when you have a bounce, okay? In all my visits, I had guys saying to me, why is the rabbi walk around, you know, like, got to bounce you, you feel good they will feel good you got to show that you're excited because that's what people do so even though we don't want to move ahead today because we're still exhausted we're still recuperating it's the time to you know we all arbiters and we got to fulfill our mandate and our mandate is to move ahead and guess what i would think i don't know what's going to happen now is it's so much easier today. There's not so many fearful things. There's fear about COVID. There's fear about inflation. There's fear about politics. But as far as fundraising and money and COVID, it's a lot easier to get out there. You're welcome to PM me and I can help you see the light. There is no question. So Yaakov Holochladarko, let's hit the jack. Let's hit the jack. Uh, let's hit the road, the road together. <laughs> uh, hit the road jack. And in closing, Charlie Buttons. I don't think you ever met Charlie Buttons, uh, Mark. Charlie Buttons is a Lubavitcher chassid. He wears buttons. He, now he's in a nursing home. He used to come to all the parties and give balloons. I once brought him to L.A. for Lagba Omer, and he told me the most important thing in life is to show up. Mm. Show up. And this is what I want to close and tell you guys. Just show up. You're thinking, should I go to a bala bus? Should I not pick up, get into the car and go? Should I, should I, what should I do first? If you're sitting in the office and you're pushing paper and you're immobilizing yourself and you're getting all nervous and everything else, okay? And I don't care if you have a thousand items. If I tell you what I have right now on my to-do list between today and next week, next week, I'm going to a wedding in a different country, because I met this guy on Facebook and I made him, I brought him back to the fold. Okay, I don't have to do it. So first of all, you have to go through your list and cross out what's not important, what can wait, 
Okay, that's where the dashboard comes. Okay, but everyone has a big list. Everyone has to do a lot of things. The bottom line is you got to make fundraising your first step because if you don't have any money, you know the pressures. If you have money, you'll be a better shliach. You'll be a better father. You'll be a better husband and everything else. Okay, Mark, I went a little overboard. And well, can... this so uh, so I went. I, I want to tell you my three takeaways is we have uh, Mendel Edelman has got a stand up, so I'm going to do that. Uh, but I also want to tell you the reason I was I wasn't trying to be coy about the Michiganer. The there's there are people that are Michigan, but there are are some Michiganian, I guess. But if they have money, then they're eccentric. That's what I was. That's what I turned in fundraising. We had crazy people that came to our office, but if they were rich, crazy people, then they were just eccentric. So. Oh, I, I don't bother, Mark. I got it. But I don't bother with Michigan who don't have money. But I love, I love the Michigan. So you only deal with the, the No, no, what I'm no because the they they, they they're crazy. You know, it's like so the, much fun. Yeah, it makes yeah, life a lot. Yeah. Adds you know, life. you know the guy who 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 wish, you know, his pants, like his cuffs are, are put out. I call that eccentric. Or, 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 anyway, we're not going to get on. Let's, Let's get to Mendo. Let's questions. allow him yes. to talk here. Yes. Uh, oh, and I do have the three takeaways uh, as we're doing that. Uh, so my three takeaways are your dashboard. You're not going to mess it up if you do a dashboard. Some piece of paper, getting stuff out of your head and putting it on and making that what you have that sense of accomplishment at the end of the day that you've got these things done, either in important programs or important areas in your life. And it's not the pro it's not the procedure as much. it's not it's the practice of doing it not the system you do it in so i think that was huge and so who, not touch your phone do not well, touch your phone without yeah, that. No, yeah, not, yeah that's the key without it it's a, then then people won't appreciate it okay <laughs> all right all right all right i'm just telling you what i'm taking away not what you're giving <laughs> yes <laughs> and the hula hoop is uh curating what i love about a hula hoop symbol is that it creates space for myself but it also helps me to remember to create space for others um, I don't, I know that that isn't exactly how you said it, but then also the fundraising, um, what you, I loved about what you talked about fundraising was it was all about talking to donors. It wasn't about, there's all different ways to communicate. And we learned that in this course, but the way that you kept, you know, to get unstuck, get in front of donors, talk to donors, if it's on the phone, if it's on in front of them. So thank you for that. Um, that's awesome. Great. So, uh, Mendel Edelman, you're here. Uh, you can unmute yourself if you want, uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. And if you didn't mean to raise your hand, uh, we can just let you go. We can't hear you if you're talking, though. I don't think I can. You have to unmute yourself. Oh, okay. The hand is down, so no question? All right. Um, what, what I've learned uh, just in the last two weeks is that if you um, are on an iPad and you raise your hand, it thinks you're raising a hand on Zoom. So the zoom hand thing goes up too, which is weird. Other questions. So, uh, Lazar, I noticed you're, you have, uh, revealed yourself. Do you have some comments you want to make too, as we get questions lined up? No, I'm here to provide color to the questions. Awesome. Okay. So, um, Hanan is asking, can you uh, expound on the hula hoop? Hula hoop is just a symbol um, of staying focused and fundraising. You got to, Keep it natural. You have to be in control. You know, when you walk into a CEO, I mean, you know, you got to show them respect. The Rebbe always said to respect the Balabas. Okay. That was a, a known thing. When you walk in, you can get a little bit intimidated and you can get a little bit of tumult. But if, 
if you're if you're strong and 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 you're you 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 have space between you and everyone else and then of course of course like you mentioned you, you have space for other people you walk out of the hula hoop the hula hoop is not there all the time you walk out to deal with others so i just believe very strongly that that keeps you strong as a person okay you're the pilot of the ship and therefore it's not going to allow you a it's going to ground you even with the eight sahara don't let the eight sahara into the hula hoop you know a thousand reasons why i can't go to this guy he's going to say no he's going to this he's going to that now is not a good time you know so so that so you don't let the eight sahara into the hula hoop but it's more that padyam you're in control you you wake up in the morning you take care of what has to be done but then it's all about money without money you cannot succeed there is no organization today and of course covid was with a baseball bat it hit every single person but there's some great opportunities there's some industries that have made fortunes of money even others they've gotten ppp's fortunes of money okay mm. so so the hula hoop is just a psychological vision between you and yourself on how to forge ahead how to padyam just like if it's freezing cold you put a sweater on or or if it's hot you take off your jacket or whatever your obstacles are it's it's keeping the obstacles of life away for this particular thing like when i was preparing for this webinar and my visual you know my wife came in and i said i said you know we have our sign language okay but uh, uh that's all it, it's it's just something that i have found in the last couple of you know you're not going to do this in 770 you're not going to do this in chabad house i'm, I'm a, you know but i'm talking to the guys i'm talking to their gut because i know how they feel they they over I mean, I know it. I remember it. And that's why I started my coaching, because I was sitting by a bringing and, and, and they were talking about moving ahead. And I saw the shluchim turning their eyes. Oh, you kidding? Tomorrow morning, we got to pay the telephone bill. We have to pay the electrical bill. We have to blah, blah, blah. So one of the things that you said, too, just now about the fundraising being first, um, we were a, a small group of us got to be in Baltimore for implementation days where we didn't do any teaching. We just got into the database, uh, Lazar and I helped people get into their database and call donors and identify the right donors to call for what reasons. We'd raised just over 400, those 20 people raised just over $400,000 from those just being, doing this stuff for two and a half days. Um, by but, the way, by the way, Mark, the, the, you, you should have, you should have a dashboard for fundraising itself. I mean, yeah. you can have a dashboard who are your big people? Who are your little people? I don't know what your thoughts are. I think you can only be in touch with 60 people in, uh, on a daily, you know, that they're literally mm -hmm. part of your life. I mean, you can be in touch with others, but I'm talking about intimate that you're. Well, it can also, I find the dash, a dashboard for donors is you, uh, Yeshua Das, because, you know, I, I'm talking to the right people. See, yeah, did you say you. Yeshua Das? Of course Holy I did. Holy Mac. Hello, sir. You're in the wrong business. You got to get into these. Wow. Whoa. So it, can, it gives How you that Tony peace of mind. Of Tony Robbins. I, I, can we get him on here? I love that man. Go ahead. Uh, so you, you just know that, okay, these are the most important people for this particular project, and I've done something already for them. Um, 
But what I was going to say is that Rabbi Kaplan, it was Rabbi Kaplan, right? Who's the head rabbi of Maryland? Okay. He Rob, said the um that the Rebbe said there you're being on shlichus, you're going there is means you're successful. You've already succeeded. The the next thing to do is to raise the money to be able to stay there. And so that's why I love that you know there are everybody that's out is already successful. It's now just raising the first priority would be first thing in the morning. Rabbi Kaplan kept saying, first thing in the morning, make sure that you're, you know, what's your fundraising activity for that day? Um, you have to make sure that your plane is in the air, you're airborne. Otherwise, starts all the things, you know, the loans and the debt. I mean, it's one of the reasons why my biggest challenge in Shlichus is, you know, just go and do and do. You, you need money. You need you need to be stable. Oh, I'm seeing the, the comments here. Mendel Duchma, were you by my Chabad house recently? You just <laughs> described it perfectly. Wow. <laughs> I think it was particularly around the letting yourself go part. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Lazar, what are you doing to get unstuck? What, what, what took you, what are you taking away from the session? And what if you're in the midst of it all? You've got people right now that are it's putting up security stuff around you and cutting out your internet and stuff. So. <laughs> um, yeah. So I wasn't able to be here by all of it, but I did take out certainly um, writing things down. And one thing that, 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 that I like about Mendel is that he feels like a friend. And I really, really hope and wish that every shliach could have a friend like Mendel, but a friend that they can relate to and they can share with, you know, ongoing what's going on in their lives and what their goals are and hold each other a little bit accountable. And I think, I think that would be um, a good thing to work towards. And, and, and yeah, uh, is that what you're saying? Uh, the next uh-huh. one. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. By the way, yeah. I just, I just gone through for the first time. So it's, I, like I said to you, Mark, and I want to re- repeat myself, the, the dashboard. Yes. That's, that's right in front of you. You can move it into, a word doc, you can move it into, you can move it into front, you know, my business, they have front and they have Slack and they have, you know, every app that can be possible. So I'm, I'm not going to address that. I'm sure Lozer has someone talking about all that, but to me, it was just that fundraising is your first priority. That is, and, and, and you, you get unstuck to, because at the same time, if you pull up to someone's office to go and do the ask and your wife is beeping you that she's at the gas station, which credit card should I pay with? Okay. Or, or the school just called my kid has fever or which, okay, that's not expect, you know, that's something different. What I'm saying is it's all about fundraising, meaning, you know, when I walk in the street, people hide behind the tree. Oh, my God, I didn't ask money. You know, I didn't do the, the ask today. I'm all about fundraising. But when you saw when when the topic speaks about getting unstuck, I mean, if you want to talk about fundraising, it's very simple. The first thing you should do is sit down and make a list of all the people that came to your Chabad house. For the month of Tishrei, you sit down and you see, you know, who are the bigger guys who came a few times, who was standing on the side with peaking. Do I really like this or don't I like this? Uh, Who went over and and hugged the Torah? Who was a little bit cold? 
yeah, I, 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 there's no question that 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 Yaakov Holoch Ladaka in the world of fundraising. But I wanted to address the whole concept because I feel we're living in a chaotic world with everything that's going on, and we are on top of the world. Um, everyone knows through, you know, we we were the we are the uh, you know we are the ones who are are dealing with the crises in the world. Mendel, the, how, when you translate your dashboard into electronically, forget what everyone else could use. What do you use? Me myself, yes. I put it on my I put it on my Google Calendar. Okay, my Google Google Calendar. On the right side, I have all the tasks, things that are on my agenda, okay, what I need to do, okay, and I have it in a category. For instance, uh, you know, one of my categories is mitzvahs, okay? I, someone called me yesterday to call a shliach. Someone's father is not well. Um, uh, somebody's looking for a job. So I have everything at, in the task list. But I will not move it into today. Today, whatever I can do today, I move into today. Okay. And if I have too many things today, it's not going to work. I mean, what what is it called, Mark? A list, list, uh, overload list. I mean, been there, done that. We all know. We we've all made lists upon lists. I mean, I'm I'm telling you from the people that I've visited, guys are immobilized. They're walking in circles, and it's right in front of them. The money's in front of them. The balabatim are in front of them. Since the Simchastara, I have three shluchim who called me that the balabas said to them. I want to make this happen. Tell me what you want. Mm -hmm. He didn't do the ask. They called him from the inspiration. Okay. Mm -hmm. And one guy even said, before the holidays, you told me it's after the holidays. Now it's after the holidays. Why aren't you calling me? I promise you this happened yesterday. Wow. I was on, I was on, I was on Sunset Nahini uh, waiting to go into a meeting. And that was the guy's question. How do I, you know, so, so. Yes, organization. We all know the Rebbe was so organized that once announced what time Shachos is going to be, Yechon and Gordon, and the Rebbe, and he said on Erech, approximately 10 o'clock. And, and the Rebbe, later the Rebbe said, you know, that's not a time. You know what I'm saying? But you have to be flexible. <laughs> One thing that I've, that I've noticed with, with a little bit of my chaos in life, don't push hard, you know? It, and, you know, because I'm a type A personality. Type A is... Really? No. Are you also type A, Mark? So, Very. so you know, let go a little bit. You know, and, and people used to tell me that, and I never believed it. It's but the true. Last, the yeah. last couple of months, things that are not in my control, even, I, I, I went back a little bit, and, and it's, you know, one way or another, it works itself out. Don't be so hard on yourself, the bottom line. And let's not, let's remember one thing. You know, we have a good luck charm, Mark. You know, the Rebbe's up there, and there are miracles flying. And I, I you, you know, I, the the boys are on here. Know it. There's there's 55 participants. There are people that have this unbelievable, uh, unbelievable miracle. You know, I have a chat called Padyam. I'm, I'm sure you know, like shocking. we all have. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> You're a comedian. And about a year ago, a shliach called me and says, I have a great idea. It's called the 10% initiative. Uh, you're always pushing guys to raise money. So why don't you do this? That any money that doesn't come, any extra money that comes in, either higher than what you thought, or you went to someone and they never gave you, now they give you 
10% of it should go to another shliach, okay? Probably over a million dollars was exchanged already since a year ago. Why am I saying this? Because I'm the mediator. I'm the middle person. So when they PM, they tell me where the money came from. For instance, last week, someone needed Kaddish. So a billionaire took a, a, a private jet and, and landed in the city here, arranged for Kaddish, and he gave him a few times 10 grand. You understand? And what I'm trying to say is, if you're unstuck and if you're present and you show up, these things will come to you. They will come to you. And if they don't come to you, you will see that you can find it. You know, we're, we are intuition people. We go through the aisles of a supermarket. We, yes. we can sit in Starbucks. People are looking for, for things. And if you're stuck and if you're bogged down and if you walk into your office and you touch COL first, or, or, you know, or, or, you know, it's not so. So this is what this session was about. It is about fundraising because if you, if, if your runway, if your path is not clean and not ready for takeoff, you're going to walk in circles. And you know what? One other takeaway, I'll tell you right now, go to your office, slide everything off your desk and put it <laughs> into a garbage can. Okay. I'm telling you, just put it into a garbage can, put it over your sack. And I, like over your back and sit down and say, okay, where am I going? And then take all that back. Anyway, I'm getting carried away with my passion. Are there any other questions? Elazar, I love your smile, Elazar. I'm not a type A person. I feel crowded out over here. Actually, actually, talk. actually, you're a different type of a type A. You're, you are a type A, but not, yeah. It takes a type A to tell another person what type A is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen him yesterday. I was going at it in the WhatsApp group and, and Eliza was pulling back, like trying to translate a little bit like that was humor. That was supposed to be facetious. Um, the other thing that when Mindy Kasowitz helps uh organize a group with within this group on whatsapp where people that are in need give and we've seen many miracles happen because um not not we did the the hover didn't give to get the miracles but miracles happened anyway um when they're helping each other out so it's been really cool what is awesome. your what is your take mark on 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 whatsapps you know like that's also distracted oh it totally drives me nuts but i i, I love shlichum enough to it's taken me four so years to get on there. Monday, so much work got done when yeah. WhatsApps were down. I was oh I God. was laughing. I was really laughing. I was just like, uh oh, did Hasidism just kind of take a breath for for a few hours? To the the okay. So my WhatsApp and and my Facebook still says I'm still on the blackout. Uh, uh, <laughs> no, but uh, I want anyway. to show you one thing, Mendel. Yes. Um, and for the shulchan are still here, just one one thing that might help you it, to create your dashboard or, or whatever it is. Part of the problem in, in creating dashboards is that you need that reminder to create the dashboard. Yes. And, <laughs> and, you know, you, you can write it down and transfer it or whatever, and then you have it. But if you don't actually do it to begin with, then it kind of all falls apart. So there's, a, there's an app called AnyDo, which reminds me every morning, hello, make your dashboard, plan your tasks, whatever it is. And when you put it in, it automatically transfers. If you put a time and a date to it, it puts it right on your Google calendar. So any do reminds me to do, to figure out what I have to get done. And then the Google calendar, along with other apps that control other apps that control other apps, the Google calendar is how I run my life. 
uh, daily. So just Ha'ara uh, Ba'alma for anyone who might be interested. For some people, it works. I, 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 and I, I commend you. I wish, you know, I'm thinking of checking into a rehab and see if I can get onto a telephone rehab or something to because there's powerful, powerful tools, even contacts. Even if you want to call someone mm-hmm. and I'm pressing comfort, like right now, you know, in my notifications, there's already eight things. I already saw my mother called me. <laughs> my mother's called me. Uh, how did I not answer? You know what I'm saying? So anyway, I've been honored to be here with you guys. And thank you very much for having me. And God bless you all. And God bless the Shluchim. And please know that you guys are the first responders to the Rebbe's mission. Go get them. And mm. Allow me to thank you, allow us to thank you for yeah. being here and presenting and giving you a bracha that Hashem should continue to give you strength. Amen. Do what you do to for all the shluchim around the world. And, Amen. and whenever I hear your stories that, you know, I was just makam shlichas and $18,000, $25,000, $400,000, whatever it is, we should hear many, many more stories and, and you should keep going, keep doing what you're doing. See you later. Bye, everyone. Thank you. Everyone Bye, everyone. Coming. Thank you, Mark. Shlokhe yadinei no